Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. And here we go. It's another episode of the Foyne Jones Show. These are my survival specials, and we're welcoming back another one of our popular guests from Series 2. This is going to be, I believe, quite a powerful episode. Andrew Batley from Chestnut Tree House. Welcome back. How are you, sir? How are the family, first of all? Uh, thanks, Peter. Great to be back. Thanks for asking us to come back on this uh, survival series. Um, yeah, I mean, me personally, uh, keeping keeping well. Um, family are all well and safe as well. Uh, luckily, we all live uh, close to each other in, in Hastings, um, pretty much walkable distance. Yes. So uh, I kind of have a couple of times done my daily walk past my mum's front door, uh, stood outside. She's up, up in the window, waving down, having a little chat as I walk past. So we do get to see each other. Um, plus, we have a family quiz every Thursday. So we have a little family quiz Thursday. Every single person takes a turn to uh, write the uh, few questions. And then uh, then we do that every Thursday um, as well. Yeah. So just just really just trying to get through this. Keep positive. Keep talking to each other. Uh, but also, obviously, make sure that we're doing what we need to be do to get through uh, the lockdown and keep the uh, coronavirus at bay as much as we can. It's amazing, really, because we, we spoke a couple of weeks ago when I sounded you out about coming back onto the show. And, and you described quite brilliantly how you would go you'd walk from your house, not that far to your mum's, and you'd wave at her through the window and you'd, sort of, you'd make sure she's OK. You'd give each other a thumbs up and then it's. And then it's sort of like you get on with what you're doing. But but it isn't business as usual for any of us, you know, whether it's me recruitment or the clients I work for. But the impact that this crisis and this virus has had on what you and your colleagues do, that's something I would like you to share as best you can. I'm not looking at the details, but, you know, we were due this weekend, Andrew. You know, we were due on Sunday yep. running 26 and three-quarter miles for, for, for the charity in Brighton. Um that's not going ahead. And I guess any event-led fundraising is, is going the same way. So have you had to change your game and change your approach to, 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 to keep communicating? Tell, tell me what it's meant for you first, then the, then the hospice and then everyone else involved. Uh, well, I mean, from the events team, I mean, essentially we are in a situation where sadly we have had to uh, postpone all our fundraising events uh, this side of July. So any event that we had going on, whether that be mass participation events uh, like our own um, castle night trek or our um, off-road hit the down cycle ride or, or obviously external um, events such as Brighton Marathon being pushed back, which obviously yourselves were meant to be a part of. So that has all um, gone by the wayside until later in the year or even into next year. Uh, we've had to close all our retail uh, outlets and any kind of canvassing for loss or face-to-face fundraising that we did. So all of that um, is is on hold for the time being, which is, uh, I mean, having a huge impact for the hospice as a, as a whole. I mean, essentially, I think we're somewhere in the region that takes about 400 grand a month to run Chestnut Tree House. And we're right now losing 70% of our monthly fundraising income because of where we're at. So... 
yeah, it, it, it's having a big... When you, when you stop and think about that, I mean, it's actually catastrophic, isn't it? I mean, it's from a, from a, from a capital and, and funds coming in. I mean, I, I, I just picked two of those events that you spoke about. Now, you know, most of my connections and listeners will know I was used to do, run the Brighton Marathon, but my wife had signed up for the Hearst One Sioux Castle as well. So, again, you know, you look at, you look at how visible... Chestnut Tree House are with your summer balls. You had the Rat Pack and the Swing Ball. You know, you had you had all these events going on, and they've been taken away. But you've got to carry on doing the best you can to keep awareness out there and and keep it moving. So, so how was that? How was that changed? Because you you've become a lot more visible, Andrew, online all of a sudden. I mean, yeah. So I mean, we with with everything that's 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 stopping in that respect. There, um, we are having to look at what options are available to us in order to keep fundraising during during this period mm. and to obviously keep uh, Chestnut Tree House going. Now, what we uh, what I can say, and this is where I love Chestnut Tree House, I love our supporters, and I love what we do because the conversations I've had with people, I'm going to be telling them about their postponed trek until next year um, or the Brighton Marathon and about, you know, can they, can they still do it in September? whether it be um, you're just talking to sort of community people, people are wanting to do something for Chestnut Treehouse. Uh, and so we've just been absolutely overwhelmed by um, dedication and support uh, from all our, all our supporters in our community, and not just from a fundraising perspective. I mean, we've, we've got stories of people that are you know, delivering food parcels to neighbours or having digital coffee mornings with colleagues to, or binge-watching TV shows together. Uh, or together apart, I should say, under that hashtag. So, yeah, so from that side of things, it is, yeah, we had to change our game and we had to do something different, but the support and the want from people out there is just fantastic. And we, I mean, it just, it's so heartwarming when you hear these things happening. Mm. I mean, yeah, I've got several examples that I could as easy throw. But Chestnut Treehouse is, is a very, very special place. And, you know, the, the care you provide, the assistance you give, not just to the the children but their families and the associated infrastructures around it, it's above and beyond it, it is something that, that cannot cannot leave you uninspired it, it's magical what you do yeah uh, I mean, right now right now chestnut tree house is essentially closed for its normal respite that uh, where the people come in you know for their couple of weeks during the year wherever, however they want to do that and come in for their normal care it's mm. There still for exceptional circumstances, end of life care and bereavement support, as it always has and always will be um, during this time. And our care team have been exceptional as well. So all the care team are um, making calls, like 250 calls a week, to all our families just to check in with them, make sure they're okay. Some of our uh, nurses have gone over to our older person's hospice to support there. And some have actually gone to the front line to support the NHS through the uh, through the um, uh, crisis. So uh, yeah, that that that's that's where we're at as Chestnut Treehouse, um, and the impact it's having on what we can do. But what we're then changing in order to make sure we do keep continuing that support in a different way to uh, to uh, everyone that we can in in any way we can. And how and how's that affected affected the care? I mean, you said there the hospice care is it is you know it's not the respite care isn't there, but the, we're still delivering those really essential and and, and and critical services as well. 
how are you continuing to fundraise? Let's talk about that. What, so, so, you know, you've got uh, you've got things going on. Let's let's just give a summary of what you know what what the fundraising team are up to at the moment. Because I think we can bring some we can bring some positivity into this as well. Because it's this always happens when we chest that treehouse. It, it's real high. It'll get really sad. It'll get really high again because it just exactly going, doesn't it? It is a bit of a roller coaster, but yeah. So I mean, yes, we're in a difficult time. And, and yes, the, the chestnuts having to do stuff differently. But as I mentioned a second ago, just the the growing support we're getting from our um, participants in events, our community, people out there who want to do stuff. I mean, a couple of examples just of what people have done the last few days. Uh, on Sunday, a couple of neighbours, they ran, because they meant to do the Brighton Half Marathon, uh, sorry, the Brighton Marathon, they ran it in their back garden. So they did it collectively. Their neighbours, they did it in their back garden. They did it as a relay. So one did a bit like 10K, then the other one did 10K, vice versa. And then they ran like the last mile together because uh, they wanted, of course, make sure that they were being home heroes. So doing stuff yeah. their own doorstep, but within government guidelines and not anything too strenuous, which is actually uh, vital and important. We've got Barclays um, who are doing the Three Peaks Staircase Challenge. They're only doing the Three Peaks, so they're actually doing it on their staircases in their house uh, to, in order to keep fundraising uh, during this time. And what we've actually had is that the um, there's been the creation of what's called the Save the UK Charities Appeal. Yeah. And the brainchild of the London Marathon and a whole host of other mass participation sports organisations that have come together to create that appeal. And within it, the 2.6 challenge. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're asking the nation to come together on the 26th of April, um, which would have been London Marathon Day, and all through the rest of that week, to do anything that they can think of and dream up around the numbers 2.6 or 26. Well, my wife was wanting me to do uh, 26 press-ups with the dog on my back. Yes, that was an yeah. idea I threw out. She was reading it out to us all yesterday. We were binge-watching TV at the time, <laughs> and... Um, you know, as you do, because you just go through box set after box set, and I was binge, binge watching my way through uh, for a, for a police one, and, um, and and she came in to say, right, it's the twenty six. This is what we can do, and uh, you know, yeah. but it's amazing. Just that that idea, you know, led by someone, it's reaching out to everywhere now, isn't it? And and I think people are starting to 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 realise the importance of caring and realise the importance of giving something back, and you know, I'm I'm out as as much as I can be, whether I'm walking or, or running or doing a little bit of training still. Got to admit, Andrew, I'm not putting anywhere near the intensity <laughs> into my training as I was in the build-up. But, um, you know, I, I put my Chestnut Treehouse vest on and my stuff, and I'm like, do you know what? I'm still going to carry on doing what I'm doing, and when that marathon goes again, I will be in it. But I'm, I want to use this podcast and, and the access I have, as you know, to my connections and my network to, to keep talking about what people can do. Because, you know, going, going, walking for 2.6 minutes for someone could be a huge challenge or, or flying an angle or just yeah. making a 26 cake. There's so many different angles on it now, isn't there? Absolutely, yeah. So we've got one um, gentleman. Um, he's a 70-year-old gentleman, and he wants to do some gardening. So he actually wants to go to his allotment and he wants to uh, do a, uh, I think it's like a 2.6 metre by 2.6 metre bed. He wants to dig out yeah. and, uh, and actually, you know, plant it all, etc. cetera. Uh, and I can't remember, he's given himself a timeline to try and do it in as well. But it's something that he can do that is 
um, to the normal kind of physical activities that you might think, like running, walking, cycling, etc. Um, in this time that he can do within his again being a home hero, so doing it within his own um, within his own uh, home. I mean, I myself have, uh, have, have got my 2.6 challenge ready. And so I... Well, come on, because I know you, got, <laughs> you, you always have for a bit of adrenaline. What's, what's this one going to be? Well, I'm not. I'm taking mine a step further, or actually technically 26 steps further. So starting on the 26th of April, I will be doing 26 different activities every single day for 26 days in a row. And every one of those activities has something to do with 2.6 or 26. A mixture of physical mental and social stuff in there so yes i'm going to run 2.6 miles every day i want to learn to say hello in a new language uh, so 26 new languages every single day one one a day uh, i want to pick up 26 pieces of litter um, as i'm out every single day uh, i'm going to read 26 pages of a book every day uh, so there's a whole host of things on my on my list um, that i'm going to try and push out there myself to really uh yeah go a bit further but also to just try and show people as well that it could be anything. It literally could be anything, which is the wonderful thing about the 2.6 challenge, that it literally can be anything that people want to do um, in order to try and support uh, in, in some way, in some fashion, which is, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've, we've got a uh, Sussex, uh, Women's Sussex squad. They're going to be running a marathon on uh, the 26th. So they're taking 2.6 miles each in full gear, and running uh, around 2.6 miles, and they want to try and do it all in 26 minutes, so that they collectively they run a marathon in full gear in less than 26 minutes. That's the challenge. They've set, that's the challenge they set themselves, so, which is doable if you're if you're kind of uh, um, if you can if you can run your 2.6 literally in in the, in the time. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the timings could work. <laughs> everyone does it. I've just I, I'm looking at all the gear and the gear and the whole the the, the yes. everything that just goes with it make, makes that exciting to me. But you know the like, like the picking the 26 pieces of litter up, the the, the walking 2.6 miles, the you know the, the saying hello in 26 different languages. These are things you can involve your children, your family, and you you mentioned the, the 17 year 17 year old guy walking through Derby. Let's talk about someone who will be 100 very soon, Captain Tom. Look at Look at how he exactly. united a country, united a world, you know? Something as simple as walking up and down his garden, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then, bang, you know, look, look at where we are. The, the, the money's off the richer scale. But, but yeah, I think yesterday it was, it was about £27 million pounds or something yeah. yesterday, and it's probably gone up uh, a chunk since then. So, I mean, he, I mean, he's just an inspiration that for what, for what is seemingly a simple thing of you know walking up and down a hundred times but yeah when you're um getting to a hundred years old um but he just did it and he was like i'm going to do what i can for mm. uh to help uh, for people and yeah and just people got behind that and it's just incredible what he's I mean, doing I, mean, I heard the intro yeah. he does to the michael ball version of you never walk alone you know and he speaks to you live it you know i'm a football person anyway but but i mean you know I've just, I've just gone again, and I'm, and, and you know, and it, and it's captivating in such a humble and, you know, it's with humility, it's with respect, it's with tradition, it's kind of, but but if anything, it brings generations together. Yeah. No matter yeah. how old you are, it, everyone goes, yes, I know what he's done well. That's what it is. So so we're looking at everything we can try and do, and I and I think from 
from my perspective, the, the challenges are about, you know, your families, their, their welfare, your, you know, your business comes into it because you, you want to be able to, to carry on trading and be here coming out the other side. But part of our trading is our corporate social responsibility. It is working with charities, whether that's Parkinson's or Help for Heroes, Calm for a lot couple of years we're with them and now yeah. Tree House and we we want this to continue and and I and I'd say this I've said this privately I'll say it publicly again I've never felt as welcome and as warm with any of the charities I have with you guys anyone I speak to it's the, there's just a real togetherness of thank you for doing that and it doesn't matter how big or small it is it but that that's something that always stays with me and. When I say, or people say, I'm out with a dog, you know, and I've got the chestnut tree house on my back, and like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm proud to say, we're doing this, we're doing that, and we're going to keep doing it. But I'm going to come up with the 26 challenge now because I can't, and <laughs> you're doing all that, and me not doing anything. So I'm going to come up with something, and I, I'll, I'll try and get some, I'll put it out to the public vote. God knows what I'll be doing. Exactly. Yeah. So you see what they see what they say. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I say, Whenever I talk to people, it, it is as you were saying there. It's it's just overwhelming warmth for Chestnut. And during this time, I mean, I've said it a couple of times already, but just been overwhelmed um, when we were speaking. People were hearing the stories, or people getting in touch with us saying, "Are you okay? Is Chestnut okay? What's happening on your side?" So yeah, I mean, yeah. As I said at the front, it's it's not the best picture, um, and we you know, and then and it is desperate times for all charities and hospices across the country. Um, we are just trying to do what we can do. Um, and yeah, the support has been has, has been amazing. And, uh, yeah. and that's what we've got to keep doing. We've got to, you know, I, I always see that when, when we work with a charity and we partner with them, yeah, you, you want to do the, the physical challenge. You want to you want to raise money. You know, you, you, that's that's what we're doing it for. But to be able to spread awareness and spread a positive message is is, I think, so powerful because it can stay with people um, in terms of, you know, staying positive. Andrew, what what are you doing? You know, as as, as yourself to, to stay positive and upbeat and coming up with your zany ideas or your, you know, what are you doing? Is is there a discipline? Is there a routine? How how are you coping with isolation and lockdown? I mean, at the very very start when it wasn't full lockdown, I um, so I used to work from home myself a number of years ago. Is I started doing a fake commute. So that rather than just getting up and then I'm just in my house ready to work, I would go out and I would take my coffee and I would walk around the block and I would do a fake commute just to make sure I got outside, got some air before I um, uh, got to got to work. So that was always, always uh, a really good thing. What that's then turned into is within our team is a we have a chat every single day as a team. Um, and we've kind of moved it away from work because we're always chatting about work and always chatting about what's going on. But we started moving away from work. And so, again, we just do a little quiz amongst ourselves every day at about half 11. Um, one of our uh, team members writes a sort of simple 10 question quiz. We all get together and just have a chat about that. And it's not work chat. It's just checking in with each other, making sure we're all OK. Um, I've then taken also to making daily videos for the team. So every morning I will make a video. I think I made about 40 videos so far. And they've. In the early part, they, they covered things from uh, climbing a tree to um, playing wave roulette uh, when you know you're on the beach and you run away from the waves before they get you, to um, doing ping pong challenges, card tricks, origami, loads of bunch of stuff that I can just do that just sort of uh, gives them something in the morning that they look at and go, oh, well, that's a bit of positivity for the day. So, yeah, 
and that helps me as well so doing those and making those is 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 how i kind of uh uh keep positive as well as one of the small things do you know what i, I mean i i I, I'm not as creative as origami and, and wave of wave surfing, but but I've, I've actually found that um, sharing how you're feeling, talking to people, putting yourself out there a bit, it, it can it can be good. So so I'm I'm pretty well known on, on LinkedIn in terms of what what I do and and that. So I've been I've been changing some of my content and changing just the things just to reflect where we are right now because ultimately you know we have to remodel because the, the industries and we're a specialist boutique recruiter the industries that we make our money from are effectively not trading and they're closed down so you know we've got to look at surviving keeping ourselves out there and i've been having some some amazing conversations that have come from video or they've come from a bit of fun with some of the most charismatic leaders in our industry and really? i was like oh would you never we might have known each other but we would not be talking for an hour about <laughs> karaoke or you know your first football game and stuff like that but you're you're sharing stories and then they're bringing a bit of this is what we've had to do for our staff some are on furlough some are not there so they're making it real you know they're saying look I've took a financial hit, you know, we're going to take this, but this is our plan. And you, then you, then I, then I start to say, well, if I'm sharing this across my community and my network, other business owners know they're not known. Because sometimes when you're not an employee and you're not PAYE and you're, you're sort of battling on, you're like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm a bit on my own. And, and I remember putting something out saying, about three weeks ago, I said, no, I've been a bit quiet a few days. I'm just, just not feeling I want to jump up and down and do something in front of a video. And, and yeah. I've got Russian people saying that you'll be okay, keep doing it, it's good for us when you do it. And then I just thought, just like you, if I do something every couple of days and put it out, puts it out there, and it makes other people feel better, that in turn comes on to me. So I guess it's taking your concepts of fundraising and your ideas, but you're just working it internally to keep that machine and keep your team intact, aren't you, Andrew? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I mean, and we, we, we've had some of our supporters do stuff uh, for us as well, from reading stories to putting on uh, live shows and piano um, things that, that goes onto our Chestnut Facebook page. Uh, and so and so people get to, so they're doing something as well for our community, so they get to sort of uh, have something in that, in that same nature, just putting something out there that can make other people feel a bit better um, in, these, in these times. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's been wonderful to see as well. And you've got a quiz going on today, haven't you? I mean, we're, we're recording, a, I think we've got a weekly quiz that you host, which is open, I see, isn't it? Uh, well, the, the very, it's the very first Chestnut Tree House virtual quiz um, today we're recording, which is the 21st of April. Um, but we already have the second one booked in for the uh, 5th of May. And yeah, it's all on Facebook Live. So there'll be, an, if you go to the Chestnut Tree House Facebook page, there'll be an event in there for it. And all the links you need to uh, get involved it's completely free to enter um if someone wants to give it's just a suggested donation of three pounds per person uh, and they can uh, they can do that through uh through the just giving link or on our website through there as well magnificent it's always lovely um yeah and i and i'm going to be hosting the quizzes yes so uh yeah <laughs> well, I mean, actually, we've got we've got a quiz master who can entertain and uh, work, uh, work the virtual room and work the virtual crowd as well <laughs> Which I think makes it makes it all the difference, really. I mean, it's um, it's it's interesting. You know, I, I speak to so many people about coming onto the podcast or getting involved in different things, and you get you get mixed responses. With yourself, Andrew, it's never been anything but positivity. Yes, <laughs> I, I do want to put out what we're doing out there, but you 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 know you are you're facing like you know the real front edge of of what the charity needs for the future, and I think we need yeah. to 
We need to draw on that because we have got listeners. We've got an audience that are here. Um, what sort of closing messages do you want to pass on to the listeners about Chestnut Tree House and how they can help or what you want them to be aware of, mate? The, the floor is yours. Sir. Amazing. I mean, first, I'll just say I'll just say a massive thank you to everyone who's done anything anyway for Chestnut Tree House, but continue to do something during this time. Uh, we've also received lovely messages uh, from just the community that are coming in to the care team about just you know, wanting to give thanks um, and what incredible job our care team and nurses are doing at this time. So, I mean, really what we'd say is, I mean, keep sending those messages in because they mean so much to us and they keep... They lift you, don't they? I bet they lift you. Um, just engage with us on social media, anything you're doing. Um, we'd love to share those things. So, we, you know, the, the, the examples I've given today, we're going to be sharing those stories out on social media so people can either see what's still going on but also be inspired if, if they're... If they're already involved in an event and they're thinking, well, how can I still fundraise or what can I still do to show them that there's lots of different ideas? Uh, we're putting together a virtual toolkit because uh, we've been, what's shown through recently is the way, the ingenious way people are using tech and you know, Zoom and uh, all those kind of uh, things to do virtual fundraising. So we're putting together a toolkit to share on that side of things so people can keep doing that during the time. But if anyone wants to do anything and it's not about physical stuff and getting involved, then they can always just make a simple donation or play our lottery um, or just, yeah, as I say, keep in touch with us um, and just let us know uh, how they're doing and getting on uh, because we'd love to hear from the community. And, and I, guess, I guess, Andrew, in a way, one of the most poignant things I, I think of when I put my, my running gear on and stuff is that I've got the hashtag for the now on the back of on the back of it and yeah. you know it's something which we you know we the, the, the original podcast we did it was cool enough I, I think that that's even more relevant at the moment isn't it do you know what i mean because yeah. what, what we do collectively individually as a community as a society now is going to change the way the world looks in the future isn't it so so we've got yeah. this we've got this unique chance to, to pick up on the things that's being done already and everyone else give a little bit more, maybe, or just even if it's just a bit of time or a bit of cash or a bit of support. And well done, those well dones and likes and comments and that interaction. It does not lift you, mate, doesn't it? It really does. It, does. it really does. It really does. And so, yeah, for people just keep doing any of those things is, yeah, is is uh, would just be wonderful and fantastic to see. As I say, we're already seeing it, and long may it continue until we see ourselves at the other side. And even when we see ourselves at the other side of this, as you say, things are going to be a bit different anyway. The world probably will look a bit different. Um, but, yeah, just sort of keep helping each other and keep those positive messages coming because... They, I, 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 they haven't, I haven't mentioned this to you. It's not in our script, so I'm going completely as <laughs> I normally do. But I would love to offer you something if, if you can find the time. I'd love once a month for you to come on my podcast and give me like a just a monthly update on all the crazy things you're doing the good and great out there who are supporting you and just keep people talking about chestnut Creek house and the work you're doing can we do that once a month maybe i reckon i reckon we could work that i reckon we could do that yeah and we could bring you know we could bring a bit of fun into it on the on some of the challenges maybe we can dress up silly but well, we could do some you know you could be in the squirrel suit i'll be in my running gear we'll, we'll come up with i mean i've got a giraffe in the background what more <laughs> i know right put a, put a fulham scarf on for the of benefit course, of, of course wouldn't expect anything else for the benefit of people who aren't in this video call they'll have no idea what we're referring <laughs> to it's not a live giraffe but but i i think if we could get you guys on just for a 20 five minute recording where you can share what you've got going on 
keep talking, keep communicating. We can help spread the word for you and do something above and beyond the, the financial stuff we've done already because that sort of was all aimed around the marathon. We can now pick up and, and go again for to keep it going, really. That'd be incredible. And maybe I can uh, pop down once we're through this and... Uh, you want to play ping pong, don't you? Table, yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit worried, Andrew, because I'm still the undefeated all-comers champion at Floyd Jones' <laughs> ping pong table. So, you know, I, I don't want to just invite someone in to take my crown. But uh, we could have a 26-hour ping pong. I don't know. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. But, um, Andrew, thank you so thank much you. for coming on, mate. Um, I really enjoyed the show. We're Floyd Jones. Stay safe. Keep healthy, be positive. This was with Andrew from Chestnut Tree House. Full and out. So that's the end of the show. We're Foyne Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because together we will get through this.